Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Game Things. I'm your host for the week, Ming, and this week's episode is going to be a bit different compared to the usual episodes. Over the week, we had a crap ton of showcases and reveals. To prevent the video from being too long, we are only going to cover some of the more interesting titles that were mentioned in each showcase, so do take note of that. If you're looking for a full review of all the games or any specific games that we didn't cover in today's episode, maybe leave a comment to let us know and we might just cover it in the future. Anyways, without further ado, let's start off with the first review from Summer Game Fest. First off, let's talk about one of the most exciting reviews in the form of a Last of Us Part 1 remake for PS5. Yes, you heard that right, Last of Us Part 1 will be getting a remake on the PS5. Currently, the title is set to be released on the 2nd of September this year. Not only that, the game will also be receiving a PC port as well, but there is no release date for the PC version yet, as it is still currently under development. Now, let's talk about the new things included in this brand new remake. First off, the visuals have been upgraded to make the characters more expressive, and at the same time, the overall environment has also been upgraded to make the overall game visuals look more realistic which is honestly very pleasing to the eye. Then, the next thing being added will be things like AI improvement as well as general mechanic improvements that were introduced in The Last of Us Part 2. Presently, there is no info on whether the remake will feature new scenes or stories compared to the originals, but regardless, I personally still think it's a pretty good game overall to try out if you have never played The Last of Us series before, so maybe give it a shot on PS5 or on PC when it's released. The next title we are going to talk about is on Marvel's Midnight Suns. We had brand new footage for this title showcasing some new characters as well as some general mechanics of the game. To give you guys some context, Marvel Midnight Suns is a tactical RPG with turn-based combat similar to how XCOM works. The main difference of this title is that each Marvel character will have character-specific cards to determine their actions. These cards can then be upgraded by interacting more with said character. This in turn means that throughout your first playthrough, it's not possible to max out every character as there is only a limited amount of time for you to interact with each character, making it so that the player has to consider things carefully before deciding on which characters to upgrade, as each character has slightly different playstyles and abilities. The most recent reveal also showcased some rather popular characters including Spider-Man and Scarlet Witch. So for all you Marvel fans out there, you guys would definitely want to check out this game when it's released. Moving on, we have the new Layers of Fear title. This new title will combine Layers of Fear 1 and 2, plus the DLCs into a single package. The new game will be made using Unreal Engine 5, so it's definitely great in terms of visuals. And on top of that, the music accompanying the visuals are also amazing. It really creates a tense environment that players can really enjoy and immerse themselves in. I personally highly suggest checking the trailer out to get a more in-depth feel of what the game will be like when it's released, as the trailer was really really well made. The title is currently set to be released in early 2023 on PC via Steam and Epic Game Store. Aside from PC, the game will also be available on PS5 as well as Xbox Series S and X, so you console players will definitely not be missing out on this title when it's released. The next title we have is a rather interesting one, as it's a platformer game called Flashback 2. This game is a sequel to the title Flashback, 
which was released around 30 years ago, so some of our older viewers might have played the prequel before. Currently, we don't really know what the sequel will be about at all, just that the game will be releasing sometime this year during winter for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, Switch, as well as PC on Steam. So for all of you guys that want a trip down memory lane, or just like platformers in general, maybe put this game in your wishlist so that you don't forget about it when it's released. Speaking of interesting titles, the next title we have is another rather interesting one. The title in question here is called Metal Hellsinger. This title is rather special because it's a rhythm based FPS. The game is basically similar to BPM bullets per minute, where you effectively have to time your attacks to the beat of the music to deal more damage. Of course, since the game is called Metal Hellsinger, the music feature in this game is heavy metal. I have watched the gameplay footage and honestly the game looks pretty good and the heavy metal music definitely amps up the mood of the game and makes your adrenaline pump faster as you take down demonic creatures. There's currently a demo available on Steam and I highly suggest you guys trying it out if you guys like rhythm games or heavy metal. The next title we have is a funny one. The title in question here is Goat Simulator 3 and I highly suggest checking the trailer out as the trailer effectively is just a parody of Dead Island 2's trailer. Anyways, not much introduction needed here, it's Goat Simulator. We all know this title, it's been around for a while and it's really just a game where you can just mess around and do crazy and wild things. The game will be coming sometime during fall this year, so mark your calendar guys, as you guys do not want to miss out on this chaotic game. The last news we have for you guys from the Summer Game Fest is on Humankind. Humankind is getting a brand new DLC that features 6 new cultures from Latin America. For the Ancient Era we have the Carolans, the Classical Era we have the Nazca, the Medieval Era we have Taino, the Early Modern Era features the Inca, the Industrial Era has the Argentinian, and lastly the Contemporary Era has the Cubans. All in all, it's a pretty interesting variety of cultures for players to explore and experience. Hopefully in the future, the devs will come up with more cultures like the Asian cultures or perhaps the Arabic culture as well. Anyway, that basically wraps up some of the more interesting news from Summer Game Fest. Now let's move on to the next showcase which is the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase. For the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, we are starting off with Redfall. Redfall is a shooter game similar to Back 4 Blood and Left 4 Dead 2, just that instead of shooting zombies, you're shooting vampires and crazy cultists that want to become vampires. Unlike the other titles mentioned, Redfall is a bit more special as the characters you play can have various abilities. Yes, I know Bad for Blood, the characters have some sort of passive abilities but this ability is a bit more interesting than that, I promise you. These abilities include things like high-tech traps, invisibility tech, robot drones and even telekinetic powers. Yeah, like I mentioned, not your usual abilities like in Back 4 Blood. This in turn gives the game more variety and makes the general playstyle more interesting as you can choose how you would best use these special abilities. Of course, just like Back 4 Blood and Left 4 Dead 2, there are also special vampires and one example of this is your typical boomer, just that in Redfall it's called Bloodbag. Overall, the game does look pretty interesting as the extra abilities really put a decent twist on the existing genre and I personally would definitely try the game out when it's released in 2023 on Xbox consoles as well as PC. Oh, 
and of course it will also be available on Game Pass Day 1 for all you Game Pass subscribers. The next title we will be talking about is the sequel to a highly popular title, Hollow Knight. We finally have brand new gameplay footage for Hollow Knight Silk Song, the sequel of Hollow Knight. For those of you that don't know, Hollow Knight is effectively a 2D action adventure where you play as a cute little knight going around battling various bizarre insects. The game is very popular due to the art style, the great music, and of course because of its gameplay. The game generally is a ton of fun, but while the game is a ton of fun, it is by no means easy at all, as the game has a rather high skill ceiling. Anyhow, with the release of the sequel coming out next year, now is the perfect time to try the game out and get good before moving on to the highly anticipated sequel. The game will be available on PC, Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and it will also be available day one on Game Pass as well. Moving on to our next title, we have a rather original and interesting comedy FPS game brought to us by the creators of Rick and Morty called High on Life. The initial gameplay footage is just weird, but in a good way. The concept of the game is where humans are captured and are being used by aliens as a type of drug. Pretty original concept honestly. And of course, since you are the main character, you are tasked with taking down this drug cartel using some rather interesting weaponry. Like in most other FPS, you have a range of guns and a melee weapon in your arsenal. The only difference is that all of the weapons you are using in this game are actually another life form. So yes, you are effectively using aliens as weapons. And of course, your weapons can talk to you as well, which is honestly rather weird, but still interesting nonetheless. Anyways, I highly suggest checking the trailer out to get a better idea of the game, as it is just a bit too weird for me to describe it accurately. The game is currently set to be released on October this year for PC and Xbox, and the game will also be on Game Pass Day 1. The next news we have is not a new title, it's basically the inclusion of titles under Riot Games in Game Pass. Yes, you heard that correctly, all existing titles under Riot Games will be available on Game Pass as well. And since most of these titles are free to play, there will be in-game bonuses for these titles for Game Pass subscribers. For titles like League of Legends, Valorant, and League of Legends Wild Rift, players that have Game Pass will gain access to all existing and future playable characters for free. Which is a pretty good deal considering the fact that there's more than 100 characters in League of Legends. For Legends of Runeterra, the card game, players will unlock all the classic sets for free, which is a pretty good deal as well as you don't have to spend time grinding to get all these cards. Last but not least, for Teamfight Tactics, Riot's Auto Battler, players will get access to some Tier 1 Little Legends, which is basically cosmetics and is not too impressive, but it's, it's something I guess, so you might as well claim it, you know. Anyway, if you are a user of Game Pass and play any of these titles, make sure to claim these bonuses as you do not want to miss out on these perks. For the next news, we basically have the Persona series coming to Xbox and PC on Game Pass. The best part is that it's not just one single Persona title, instead it includes three titles, namely Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and last but not least Persona 5 Royal. 
so for fans of the Persona series, make sure to check these titles out when it's released on Xbox. The last and final reveal we have from the Xbox and Bethesda showcase is Minecraft Legends. Minecraft Legends is an action strategy game that will be releasing on 2023. The premise is that the piglins have arrived from the nether and they are trying to take over the overworld. You as the main character would have to gather allies to try and stop the piglins from achieving their goal. The game honestly looks great visually. The visuals are really different compared to Minecraft Dungeons and honestly looks really good in my opinion. Gameplay wise there really wasn't too much shown but there was some hints that you might be able to make creepers your allies which is rather cool honestly. Anyways, I suggest checking out the trailer as the cinematic and storytelling was really well done and definitely worth taking a look at. That wraps up the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Now let's move on to the PC gaming show. For the PC gaming show, we are only going to cover two pieces of news, so be sure to take note of this. Anyways, the first title we are going to talk about is called The Altars. The Altars is a sci-fi survival game where the main character, Jan, crash-landed on a distant planet all alone. In order to ensure his survival, he has alter egos of himself to help him survive. I personally will keep a close eye on this title as I am really interested in the premise as it is not a common theme found in games nowadays. If you guys are interested, do check out the trailer. Unfortunately, currently there is no release date yet for Alter. So be sure to stay subscribed to our channel to stay updated on all the latest gaming news. The other title we will be covering from the PC Gaming Show is Half-Life Alex Levitation. Half-Life Alex Levitation is a mod of Half-Life Alex, and due to how well made the mod was, the mod was then featured on the PC Gaming Show. I have seen the footage myself and honestly think that the creators of the mod really deserve the recognition they are getting for all their efforts and hard work. The mod is so well made and the game overall looks really really smooth such that you don't even feel like it's a VR game which is really really impressive. If you guys have never tried out the mod before, I highly suggest giving it a look as it is definitely worth your time. Now, let's move on to our last and final showcase presented by Capcom. The main highlight of Capcom's showcase basically boils down to two franchises, Resident Evil and Monster Hunter. So today, we are going to cover these two franchises specifically. We will first start off with Resident Evil Village's winter expansion called Shadows of Rose. This story features the daughter of the main protagonist, Ethan, and her struggles with her unwanted powers. This new DLC is pretty cool as it basically goes further into the Resident Evil lore and on top of that, it's a rather trippy experience as well. Based on the gameplay footage, you'll face obstructions from the overall environment which is pretty cool. Plus, this new DLC will play in third-person perspective which brings us back to the playstyle of Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 which is most welcomed. Aside from that, the expansion will also come with more content for mercenary modes which is great news overall. This expansion will be released on October 28th and alongside the expansion's release, Resident Evil Reverse, the upcoming Resident Evil PvP game, will also be launching alongside as well. Unfortunately, there isn't any new news for Resident Evil Reverse other than the release date, so we have to wait and see what content exactly will be found within the game. 
Anyway, that's basically it for news on Resident Evil. Now let's move on to Monster Hunter, specifically Monster Hunter Rise, the Sunbreak expansion. The upcoming Sunbreak expansion will bring back the jungle area that was previously available in the old Monster Hunter games. Other than the return of this area, there are also some new and perhaps familiar foes for players to face as well. These foes include the mostly peaceful Espinus, the ferocious Gore Magala, Daimyo Hermitor the Big Crab, as well as Pyra Ragna Kadaki, the more explosive version of the Big Crab. Of course, these are just some of the few new foes that players can face in the expansion. So be hyped all you Monster Hunter fans as you guys will be getting a lot of content to enjoy once the new expansion is released. That basically wraps up most of the more interesting news from the showcase. Now let's talk about some delays. Thankfully, we only have two delays this week. The first delay is on Homeworld 3, which has been delayed from the fourth quarter of 2022 to the first half of 2023. Then we have the delay of Stalker 2, which has once again been postponed and is currently targeting a release on early 2023. Hopefully the game will no longer be delayed any further for all you fans of the Stalker series. And that's basically it for all the delays we have. Now let's talk about some games being released this week. The first title we have is called Neon White, a time trial based first person platformer that also features some deck building. Yeah, sounds pretty weird honestly, but after I looked at some of the gameplay footage, it actually works pretty well. The whole idea of the game is where you as the player try to clear a platforming level as fast as possible. Throughout each level, there will be demons blocking your way and you can pick up cards to help you either kill said demons or use these cards to gain an advantage to shave off time from your run. I personally think it's a pretty cool concept to have the cards do two possible things as it basically allows you to choose your best option in clearing the level as fast as possible. In terms of level design, the levels are very simple and not filled with details which makes sense as too much detail will probably distract you and prevent you from getting a good time on your run. The game is currently available on Switch and PC and I honestly think it's worth checking out as the concept is really unique and looks like a ton of fun as well. Oh right. I forgot to mention, the game also has some visual novel aspects as well so if you're into all those genres that I mentioned earlier, you should definitely try this game out for sure. The second featured title we have today is Red Out 2, a racing game featuring spacecrafts, specifically made for racing. So think of your typical F1 car, but instead of a F1 car, it's an F1 car equipped with a propulsion jet and wings. I personally am not much of a racing game fan, but I do think that Red Out 2 is still a pretty cool title. This is because compared to most other racing game titles like Forza and Gran Turismo, those two titles are more realistic, whereas Red Out 2 is basically just racing but with a more futuristic setting. The general environment and tracks look really futuristic, which is definitely a more different approach compared to most current popular racing games out there. So if you're looking for something that's slightly different from the norm, maybe give this title a shot. Red Out 2 is currently available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, Switch as well as PC. 
The last and final featured title we have for this week is TMNT's Shredder's Revenge. Available now on PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. TMNT Shredder's Revenge is basically similar to the olden age arcade games, just that it has better graphics as well as new features like super attacks. Overall, the game reminds me a fair bit of Castle Crashers, mostly because of the 4 player 2D side scrolling gameplay. If you are a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or just want a trip down memory lane, or just want to have some fun playing arcade games, then this game would be perfect for you. And I highly suggest trying it out, as it does look pretty good. That's basically it for all our featured releases. Now let's move on to our last and final segment, Free Things. For this week, Epic Game Store is giving out Superland, and Steam, on the other hand, is giving out Ark Survival Evolved. Ark Survival Evolved will be available up until the 20th of June, so be sure to grab these titles while it's still available. And that's all we have for today, folks. I was your host, Ming, and I hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will see you next week for another episode of Game Things.